from the banks of the Avon. Welcome to Black Sheep Rebranded, the place where you never have to worry about fitting in or being accepted. All are welcome. The voice for that black sheep in all of us is Rick Sherwood. Here, he shares his views on today's issues. Everything. Nothing is off limits. His insights come not only from his years as a psychotherapist, but also his many life experiences. Do you have something that you want to hear his take on? Find us on Facebook, where Black Sheep Rebranded. Email Rebecca at rstherapygroup.com. Rick at rstherapygroup.com. Or visit our website at blacksheeprebranded.ca. And now, here is Rick. I wonder what he'll talk about today. Good Monday morning, folks. Welcome to another day of being alive and and checking out what it is that's happening in the world. And and let me tell you, you know what? Uh, we are we are facing again, as I've said repeatedly, uh, incredible times. But you know what? We have always been facing incredible times as as a species. And and when I say as a species, we are Homo sapien. One of the cool things about us is that we we create music and we create ideas and. And we use our opposable thumbs to be a little bit more creative than most other animals are. There are lots of animals who use tools. There's lots of animals who have, uh, you know, communication, quite complex communication. Uh, communication. And so we aren't alone on this planet as much as we think that we are the top predator. You know, go out, go in, go out to nature and and uh, take away your grocery store and take away all the other cool things that are happening. And you very well may find that uh, you're not quite the top predator on the food chain that you think that you are. All of these things uh, lead to people thinking about depression, anxiety, the world. People that I was, was talking to last week, a lot of people, you know, asking questions about are, are we in end times? Are we this? Are we that? And I go, I don't know. Because... If the Bible's right and there was an end time and the world flooded and wiped out humanity and then we started again with uh, Noah and his family, it truly wasn't an end time. It was, uh, it was a hard reset. And that's what it was. I choose personally, and, and this is very much a personal approach, to, to look at, at ideas and, and go, what, what can I do? client brought forward a song by John Mellencamp, Empty Hands, and he, he said, I want your take, your take on that song and, 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 and what, you, what you think, you know, John Mellencamp saying, and, and how is it applicable today? Well, that song is about people, you know, walking through a time of, of difficulty and challenge, and it says right in the song, you know, they're prepping for Christmas, and yet there isn't a whole lot of joy. And there's another song by John Mellencamp, uh, and he sings it with Bruce Springsteen. And this song, this song is truly Wasted Days. And that's what it's called. But are any of our days wasted? Interesting question. Are they? Those words, how many summers still remain? How many days are lost? How 
How many minutes? This song, although I really do like it, and I and I like it because it does have a, a nice melody. It does have a, a nice meaning to it. But I'm not so sure that any of our days are ever wasted. And I and I mean that sincerely. No matter what you're doing, you've made the choices to get to where you are. It's looking forward. Are we going to continue to waste the days? Are we going to continue to sit in agony? Are we going to continue to sit in in strife? Are we going to continue to sit with our hands empty hands as that song by John Mellencamp empty hands our hands are never empty and what I mean by the fact our hands are never empty is we can always reach out unless you're a quadriplegic you can always reach out you can ask you can create you can build but but people will sit back and they will go, no 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 it's 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 somebody else. But is it? What about what about us as a community? What about us as a people? What about us as a collective? You know when I move from where we are now next year when I move. All things, you know, being fair and God being willing. When I move and I move up closer to the lake where I want to be, you know, for the next phase of my life. When I do that, you know, I stop and think about this. Am I wasting my time being here right now? No. Am I wasting moving? No. Have I wasted the last decade being here? No. All of these things fit the moments of my life now. My hands are still capable, and I take these capable hands, and I spend them in whatever ways that I can to build a life, to build the things that I want. There's days, folks. I don't have very far to go to work. She's all in one building. And there are days, folks, that when I wake up, my eyes pop open, I go, oh, my good God, it's going to be a long day. But is it? No, doesn't have to be. How many times do I wake up and, and you know, my day ends up going in directions I never thought it would? I have conversations with people that I never thought that I would have. When I sit and I embrace what is, people lament and they carry on and they, they struggle and they say, oh my God, it's raining out. Oh, what a great day. Okay, but that but that great day is going to bring you the greenery that so many people want and love. That water that's falling from the sky is helping to clean our air. That water that's doing what it's supposed to do, which is the cycle of life. There's a growing time. There's a, there's a time for rain. There's a time for sunshine. If all we had was sunshine, you'd be living in the Sahara Desert, folks. I don't think anybody would want that. You'd be living in the deserts of Peru. Again, I don't think anybody would want that either. A little dry, a little harsh. No water. You'd be praying for rain. What we don't do as humans is we don't 
spend very much time in this day and age getting out of our heads. If I go back to my childhood and, and I go back to, I don't think I lived in the best of times. I, I really don't think I did. I don't know that there's ever been a best of times. But the one thing that there was, was a spirit of, hey, it's a rainy day, let's play a board game. Hey, it's, there was the spirit of together, the spirit of doing, the spirit of creating. And we have become so insulated from each other. You live in a home and, and you're not connected. You, you live in a world and you're, you're connected, but you're connected through a device. We have the ability, people, to fight off depression and anxiety. But one of the most important things to fight off depression and anxiety is learning to get out of our heads and learning to get out of our heads and, and embrace what is around us. And so that idea of rain, that idea of, of other things happening, you know, this is, this is real. This is something that's going to happen. That's okay. And when I say it's okay, I mean it. When we sit and we learn about our worlds, when we sit and we learn about what's going on, scientifically we can explain the rain. But if you think about El Nino, which they keep talking about El Nino, the Pacific warm water. They've only recently learned about this warm water in, in, in the last 10, 20 years. People have lived here for thousands of years without any knowledge about El Nino, and we seem to manage okay. But we're going to give the forecast. And yet, you know what? It is so fascinating how many people still go, well, how many, uh, how many nuts, how many walnuts are on the, on the walnut trees? What, what's the fur look like on a caterpillar? What's this look like? What's that look like? All indicators of a harsh winter. All indicators of really cold weather. All indicators. So many of these things are still there, and some people talk about them, but so many people don't. And they don't because so much has been lost in community, and so much has been lost in the idea of, of embracing change and, and, and embracing what is. I'm always challenged in this in this job when people come along and they go, I'm an introvert. People don't like me. I'm an, I'm an extrovert. People don't like me. Parents come along and they go, I need my kid to be dialed down a bit. Well, your kid's a, a classic extrovert. I need my, care, my kid to, to be more outgoing. Unfortunately, your kid's a classic introvert. Neither is good, neither is bad. It's like rain. When rain falls, we can get a deluge of rain that absolutely floods and washes away homes and washes away vehicles and washes away all kinds of, of what we think are solid objects. If we get too little rain, it evaporates off before it has the time to soak into the ground. There's a balance. But in that balance... We're going to have times of storms and we're going to have times of little rain. Just like emotionally, we're going to have times of storms where we have all kinds of emotions and we're going to have times of very little emotion. The extroverts in my world, 
I quite like them because typically speaking, extroverts are outgoing and they, they bring people out and they bring people in. I like them, but I also love the introverts. The introverts, because they usually are only putting out energy in very small places to very limited people. And when they are putting out, it is truly something to be sacred, something to hold on to. But again, I have all the time where people are like, oh, my, my child needs to get out more. My child, no, your kid's a classic introvert. Well, that's just not right. Says who? But this is, again, the, the, the times that we're living in where people have these ideas and they put the idea out there and they say, this is what must be. No. After the rain falls, and the next song that's going to be up is by Laura Breton, and it's called After the Rain. What do we do after the rain? Well, we'll cut grass. We'll trim plants. We'll plant seeds. We'll watch things grow. And after the rain, we will be celebrating. And when it goes too long between the rain, then we will be going, oh my word, I need more rain. And this is the same thing emotionally, folks. What we do is we sit and we are always sitting back and going, just like we sit there and talk about the weather all the time, oh, this person's so annoying. They talk too much. That's just them. They just have a million words that they need to get out and let them go. They're not trying to drive you nuts. What they're trying to do is simply say, oh my goodness. Thank you for listening. The introvert who sits there quietly doesn't say anything. Did you have a good time? Ah, I loved it. Got to sit there and soak up the energy of people. Got to soak it all up. And it is just like the rain. Emotions really are, folks, just like the rain. And being an introvert and an extrovert, living in a world which people very seldom are kind of right in the, on the fence between the two. They definitely have a leaning towards being introverted or extroverted. But one of the things that, that we forget is that all of these differences create the beautiful ideas that are. It's amazing how many people who teach are actually introverted, right, in, in university. And they're introverts because they got PhDs, and, and I'm not saying they got a PhD because they were introverted, but because they loved the study, they didn't necessarily need the same social interactions and they got all kinds of beautiful input from study from just true pure study so then when they sit there and they teach in a classroom they're actually uncomfortable because they're introverts they would prefer their books they would prefer data coming in they would prefer leading uh, a research project they would prefer doing other things that's what would be best and so what they do is they teach, because that's part of the gig when you are a university prof. You do research, but you also have to teach. It's a weird mix. And the reason why I say it's a weird mix is because, again, they sit down with 30 people or 300 people or 1,000 people in an auditorium, and they are asked to teach. 
and they are asked to be in an environment where they're not necessarily going to thrive. So then they have TAs, teacher's aides, who do a lot of the face-to-face interaction, mark a lot of the stuff. Because again, that's who they are. And again, it's, it's a fascinating world that we live in because in some places like that, like a university, where accommodations have been made for the introvert, for the extrovert, what, where accommodations are being made all the time because the people quietly understand, all too often in families, and I see this all the time, you have the introvert who is being pushed to be more extroverted, and you have the extrovert who's being pushed to be less extroverted. Because, well, we, we just want quiet in the middle, just like the rain. What we want is this quiet, simple existence. Balance. Balance is tough. And just like this song. When we believe in something bigger, that strife becomes more manageable. After the rain, as she just said, all things are new again. But as much as all things are new again, we still are who we are inside. And so often what I see is I see this introverted, extroverted, and people go, oh my word, will we last? Can we fix this? Can we do that? It's about having tolerance. Tolerance for who we are who our neighbors are, who our family is, who our friends are. Having tolerance and acceptance. Not trying to overanalyze it. Just have acceptance. Just think about that. Acceptance. that force in somebody's world where the sky is that much bluer after where that beautiful smell that comes from the rain be that force to allow that person to survive the rain 
which is their emotions, survive and surpass, survive and grow, be that person to help them find an umbrella or a rowboat if they need one. But be that person to understand that introversion and extroversion, you know, wasted days, as John Mellencamp and Bruce Springsteen were saying at the beginning, we don't know how many days we have left. We don't know how many minutes we have. We, we, we do not have crystal balls, folks. We do not have a crystal ball that's going to tell us for sure what the future is. What we do have, what we absolutely do have, is the possibility of being that force in someone's world for the rain. Be that umbrella. Be that person to help get a boat ready. Be that person to say, it's okay that you need that recharge time. Or, hey, just be you. Be quirky. I need some downtime from you. It's not about you, it's about me. Enjoy, folks. Hopefully this sits with people. Hopefully this inspires people to change their world, to be a black sheep, to stand up, stand out, be proud, and be that force to help somebody through their reign. Thanks again for everybody here at Black Sheep Rebranded, from everybody that uh, makes this show a success, and most importantly, thanking you, our listeners, our, our listeners from around the world. We cannot thank you enough. And so please, again, for those who are struggling with mental health, please reach out and, and talk to somebody. Hopefully these podcasts have given you some hope and some, some ways to approach life a little bit differently. For the people who are simply enjoying the show, we appreciate those people as well. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on uh, Instagram, follow us on social media, follow us on uh, wherever you can find us. And, and yes, I say Instagram, we aren't there quite yet, but we are getting there. And again, please like us, follow us, and uh, give us your feedback. We really, we can't do this show without you, and we can't thank you enough for it. And also, just keep in mind, the show is proprietary, so all the ideas uh, generated in this show and, and the concepts that are, are out there are ours. And uh, so please, respect them, respect yourselves, respect the planet, and uh, respect each other. Have yourselves a wonderful day, and again, thank you very much for tuning in to Black Sheep, and uh, we look forward to chatting again real soon. Thanks. Bye-bye.